Although the child Krishna was bound up to the wooden mortar, he began to proceed toward the growing trees in order to fulfill the prophecy of his great devotee, Narada. Lord Krishna knew that Narada was his great devotee and that the trees standing before him as twin Arjuna trees were actually the sons of Kuvera. I must now fulfill the words of my great devotee Narada, he thought. Then he began to proceed through the passage between the two trees. Although he was able to pass through the passage, the large wooden mortar stuck horizontally between the trees. Taking advantage of this, Lord Krishna began to pull the rope which was tied to the mortar. As soon as he pulled with great strength, the two trees, with all branches and limbs, fell down immediately with a great sound. Out of the broken, fallen trees came two great personalities, shining like blazing fire. All sides became illuminated and beautiful by their presence. The two purified bodies immediately came before child Krishna and bowed down to offer their respects and prayers in the following words. Dear Lord Krishna, you are the original personality of Godhead, master of all mystic powers. Learned Brahmins know very well that this cosmic manifestation is an expansion of your potencies, which are sometimes manifest and sometimes unmanifest. You are the original provider of the life, body, and senses of all living entities. You are the eternal God, Lord Vishnu, who is all-pervading, the principal controller of everything. You are the original source of the cosmic manifestation, which is actually under the spell of the three modes of material nature, goodness, passion, and ignorance. You are living as the Supersoul in the multi-forms of the living entities, and you know very well what is going on within their bodies and minds. Therefore, you are the supreme director of all activities of all living entities. But although you are in the midst of everything which is under the spell of the modes of material nature, you are not affected by such contaminated qualities. No one under the jurisdiction of the material modes can understand your transcendental qualities, which existed before the creation. Therefore you are called the Supreme Brahman, who is always glorified by his personal internal potencies. In this material world you can be known only by your different incarnations. Although you assume different types of bodies, these bodies are not part of the material creation. They are always full with transcendental potencies of unlimited opulence, strength, beauty, fame, wisdom, and renunciation. In the material existence, there is a difference between the body and the owner of the body. But because you appear in your original spiritual body, there is no difference for you. When you appear, your uncommon activities indicate that you are the supreme personality of Godhead. Such uncommon activities are not possible for anyone in material existence. You are that supreme personality of Godhead, now appearing to cause the birth and death, as well as liberation of all living entities, and you are full with all your plenary expansions. You can bestow upon everyone all kinds of benedictions. O Lord, O source of all fortune and goodness, we offer our respectful obeisances unto you. You are the all-pervading Supreme Personality of Godhead, the source of peace 
and the supreme person in the dynasty of King Yadu. O Lord, our father, known as Kuvera, the demigod, is your servant. Similarly, the great sage Narada is also your servitor, and by their grace only have we been able to see you personally. We therefore pray that we may always be engaged in your transcendental loving service by speaking only about your glories and hearing about your transcendental activities. May our hands and our limbs be engaged in your service and our minds always be concentrated on your lotus feet and our heads always bowed down before the all-pervading universal form of your lordship. When the demigods, Nalakuvera and Manigriva, finished their prayers, the child, Lord Krishna, the master and proprietor of Gokul, bound to the wooden grinding mortar by the ropes of Mother Yasoda, began to smile and said, It is already known to me that my great devotee sage Narada has shown his great causeless mercy by saving you from the abominable condition of pride due to possessing extraordinary beauty and opulence in the family of the demigods. He has saved you from gliding down into the lowest condition of hellish life. All these facts are already known to me. You are very fortunate, because you were not only cursed by him, but you had the great opportunity to see him. If someone is able, by chance, to see a great saintly person like Narada, face to face, who is always serene and merciful to everyone, then immediately that conditioned soul becomes liberated. This is exactly like being situated in the full light of the sun. There cannot be any visionary impediment. Therefore, O Nalukuvera and Manigriva, your lives have now become successful because you have developed ecstatic love for me. This is your last birth within the material existence. Now you can go back to your father's residence in the heavenly planet, and by remaining in the attitude of devotional service, you will be liberated in this very life. After this, the demigods circumambulated the Lord many times and bowed down before him again and again. And thus they left. The Lord remained bound up with the ropes to the grinding mortar. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the tenth chapter of Krishna, Deliverance of Nalukuvera and Manigriva. <laughs>